Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God-ordained purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Charles Wonsism. Now let's get after it. Hey family, it's Thanksgiving in Canada. You know, there are a lot of things to be thankful for. So what are you thankful for? Can you just take a moment and maybe list them? I know there's a lot going on in your life, but you know what? Sometimes it's just good to take a moment and just thank God for life, health. You know, the fact that you can see, walk, talk. The fact that you have a job, even though sometimes it sucks. Yeah. And family. You see, as for me, I just want to take this time out, you know, for the purpose of our Thanksgiving in Canada to to really thank God for my family, for my wife, parents, sisters, relatives, uncles, aunts, cousins, nephew, niece, grandparents. You know, thank God for life. And I'm most, most thankful for the fact that we're able to impact lives through our podcast. Yes. And we also want to thank God for you. So, Join our hearts this Thanksgiving, always praying for you and always seeking God's face on your behalf. So happy Thanksgiving. Now, today we'll be discussing on a topic uh, God laid on my heart. And the topic is called the balance of faith. You see, one of the most, in, one of the most important and amazing things Jesus did in his time was the ability to relay deep spiritual truths using everyday common examples. That's why we have so many of his teachings in parables. And in the same vein, I'd like to follow in the way of our master, showing you spiritual truths using everyday analogies. You know, analogies that we often overlook. When God wants to teach you powerful spiritual truths, you must have the mind of a child, you know, eager and willing to learn, humble enough to stoop low and learn from the lessons of life. It is no wonder God said in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6, and I read it says, Go to the ant, you sluggard. Watch it closely. Let it teach you a thing or two. You see, the key word for me from that passage we just read is watch it closely. You see, spiritual truths come from the Bible, but it takes a patient and watch it closely kind of spirit to be able to catch the revelation and the fire in the Word of God. A lot of people breeze through Scripture without really watching it closely. They miss the rema in God's word because they are rushing through scripture. And when you rush through scriptures like this, you are only getting the story and not the life in the message. God wants you to always capture the essence of what is in his word because there is always a message for you. I don't know why I had to go through all of that, but I do know that this message is for somebody listening right now. You need to watch those words you read from the Bible more 
closely. Praise God. Now, enough of the digression. <laughs> now, let's get back to our topic. So, we're talking about the balance of our faith. But, but first of all, what does it mean to have a balance? The dictionary defines balance as the difference between an amount due and an amount paid. We all use banks, right? At least, hopefully, we all do. And when you deposit a check, there is usually a hold, H-O-L-D, a hold. There is a limit to what you can take from a freshly deposited check. So you can't just take all the money from a check you just deposited until the bank has confirmed the the validity of such checks. This is a security feature banks use so that they don't lose a lot of money in the process. So let's imagine you deposit a check of $5,000. The bank holds on to $4,000. And they'll usually give you something like, let's say, $1,000, pending the verification of the check. You see, according to our definition, the amount paid is $1,000. While the amount due is what? $4,000, that's right. And 4000 is the balance. And the balance is the amount due. So likewise, likewise, that's how our faith works. Works in almost the exact same way. And I'll show you from the scripture. Let us read Mark chapter 5, from verse 25 to 34. It's long, but I promise it's going to be worth it. Now it says, A woman in the crowd had suffered a hemorrhage or a bleeding issue for 12 years and had endured so much suffering at the hands of many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was not helped at all, but instead had become worse. She had heard reports about Jesus, and she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his outer robe. For she thought, if I just touch his clothing... I will get well. Immediately, her flow of blood was dried up and she felt in her body and she knew without any doubt that she was healed of her suffering. Now, immediately Jesus, recognizing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched me? (laughs) Is that not amazing? You see the whole crowd pressing you and everybody's touching you and then you turn around to say, who touched me? So now let's just continue. Um, His disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing in around you from all sides and you ask, who touched me? You know what? Still, he kept looking around to see the woman who had done it. And the woman, though she was afraid and trembling, aware of what had happened to her, came and fell before him and told him the whole truth. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith, your personal trust and confidence in me has restored you to health. So now go in peace and be what permanently healed from your suffering. That's an amazing scripture. But let's break it down. So now, This woman was healed by touching Jesus' clothes. 
And just like our, you know, the story I gave earlier, the bank hold and balance illustration in the beginning of this podcast, what she got when she touched Jesus was just the amount paid. But that was not all. She was due for her balance of the blessing. And that was why Jesus was frantically looking for her. It was very important for Jesus to find her. Jesus had the final balance, just like your banks, to remit to her. Your bank will always give you what is due after your deposit has been checked and verified. You see, this woman deposited her faith in Jesus by taking the action of touching his clothes. Immediately that happened, Jesus knew there was a deposit. And like he said, someone touched me and I feel power has gone out of me. At that moment, Jesus received her deposit in faith, just like your bank would. And then he needed to release the final balance of that check, that faith. And that was why he told her at the end, go in peace and be permanently healed from your suffering. Man, she needed that final blessing to seal up her healing permanently. Isn't our God good? You see, this is why I believe God does not owe anybody. He always pays his debts. It was out of mercy and love that Jesus stopped in his tracks to ask who touched me. The only reason why Jesus stopped that day was for him to release to her the final balance of faith towards that suffering woman. Which brings me to a sad part of our message. Kind of like sad. And it is, many people do not know there is a hold somewhere to the balance of your faith. What I see many enjoying is not the full blessing. When your bank releases $1,000 to you, you know there is a balance remaining to your account. Many are carrying with them half-baked blessings and not the full one. Why? Because there is a balance yet to be paid. When you know what you are worth, you walk to your bank to demand full access to your wealth or to your savings. This woman did not know any better. But we know better now to demand from our banks or from our faith, from Jesus, the remaining balance of faith. Thank God she came out. If she didn't come out, and let's say maybe Jesus was pressed for time, he could have left the area and then gone with the final blessing. Please don't get me wrong. She was healed that day. But then, what she got was just the amount paid, but there was a balance, just like a check you deposit in your bank. Jesus had given, if she had gotten the amount paid, but there was a balance that was yet to be remitted to this woman. And when she came out, Jesus gave her that final blessing. He said, go in peace and be permanently healed from your suffering. That is an example of a balance that accrued to her. And Jesus released that balance to her by her faith. So now, 
to buttress my point on this topic, let us read another amazing encounter. Now I'll read Luke chapter 17 from verse 11 to 19 and it says, Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten men cleansed? Where are the other nine? He has, oh, sorry, he said, Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has restored you to health and saved you. Now, do you see what we're talking about here? Out of 10, only one foreigner came back to, you know, give thanks to God. And in return, this foreigner collected his remaining balance of the blessing. The other nine went into the world being healed. Of course, they were healed. But there was a hold over their heads. The final release was not given to them. The nine went home thinking they had collected the full blessing. But only one got the final release. And it does not surprise me that the only person who came back to give praise was a foreigner. People, my people, it is important to give thanks to God. Do not become too over-familiar with God like the other nine. Probably because they were his own people. Remember, it was at the border town between Galilee and Samaria. And Jesus was a man from Galilee. Out of ten, only one was from Samaria. So Samaria. So it means the other nine were from his own place. Probably you're like, oh, well, we know him. They went home. But only one came back. Out of the ten, only one collected his full balance. When Jesus finally said to him, I will just read it, but I'll say it again. And that final balance was what? Rise and go. Your faith has restored you to health and what saved you. There is a reason why the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, it says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. God is telling you to come boldly and collect what you deserve. You cannot go on this life having a hold or balance somewhere in the spiritual. You deserve to enjoy your blessings in full. Like I said before, many are going around with holds in their lives. Many are running out of gas in life, and they do not know they have a balance to carry them through whatever situation they may be going through. You know, I feel like praying right now. I'm in church, somebody, yes? Amen. Now, whatever holds, I know you are listening to me. I'm praying over you right now. I'm praying over that situation right now. That thing that is giving you issues, problems, heartaches, and sleepless nights. I'm saying whatever holds that may be hanging over your head, Today, I command a release over your life, over your family, career, health, relationships, aspirations, and over your finances in Jesus' name. Amen. 
For someone, there's a book deal that heaven is arranging right now to change your life forever. Oh, there is a woman praying for the salvation of her children. Or you, you are praying for the salvation of your relatives, your brothers, your sisters, your cousin. God has answered you. And I see healing coming through for somebody listening. Praise God. Send us your testimonies because I believe by faith that you have received something great. Amen. So now that you understand the concept of balance, or holds in the spiritual. I want you to hold on to God's word by faith in prayers. God said in Psalm chapter 138 verse 2, and it says, For you have exalted your word above your name. Isn't that amazing? The name of Jesus is so powerful. Powerful enough to break yokes, curses, chains, strongholds of addiction and sickness. But yet... Even with all these wonderful things the name of Jesus can do, God exalts his word above his name. That ought to tell you something. Now, as good, powerful, and miraculous his name is, God wants you to draw close by listening to his word when you open the Bible. He's counting on you to pay close attention to his word because that is what will carry you through this life of pain and struggle. Just imagine a place you can turn to and study, a place where you can go and just lay your heart bare before God, sit, cry in His presence, talk to Him about the bad day you've just had or a bad day at work. Wouldn't it be wonderful just reading His love letters in the Bible as you go through life to encourage you? This is what a man Jacob did. And I'll go to his story. Now, before I go straight into the verses, I just want to give a background story as to why a man like Jacob would fight God for his balance to be released to him. You see, I don't blame that guy. This man was the grandson of Abraham, a man he has heard so much about. Jacob understood he needed his balance to come through the night he fought with an angel. This man was tired of suffering and fearing for his life. He must have asked himself, why am I living like this in fear? Yes, his father had blessed him, but he needed the balance to come through for him like ASAP. He knew there was so much hanging over his head, so many things on hold. He had not seen the blessing Isaac, his father, was talking about in his future. And that night, when the angel came to him, he had gotten so frustrated at life that he muttered a popular saying we all use today. And he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. That night was the pinnacle of his anger and frustration at life. His uncle, his uncle had deceived him by giving him a wrong wife. He slept with his sister-in-law in error. He worked another seven years to marry the right woman. He struggled to make it financially. And now tonight, he has had to divide his family in two for fear of his elder brother. When you have time, please read the full account of Jacob's life. But Bible says in Genesis chapter 32, verse 24, from verse 24 it says, And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that 
he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And the angel said, Let me go, for the day breaks. And he said, that's Jacob now saying, I will not let you go except you bless me. And he said unto Jacob, What is your name? And the angel said, Your name shall no more be Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince, you have prevailed. You have fought with God and what prevailed. Please note that Jacob was already a blessed man. He was blessed by reason of being a direct lineage from Abraham. So what? He carried the promise of Israel. And also, his own father Isaac had blessed him. At the time he met God, he was already blessed with cattle, servants, and wealth. But to him, there was something remaining. But to Jacob, there was a balance somewhere. There was a hold. There was a balance to be paid, praise God. So people, people who believe there has to be more to life than what they're experiencing, know there is something better for them. These are people who know there is a balance somewhere, a hold over their lives that must be released for them to enjoy the full blessings. Jacob was a man who knew he had to wrestle with God to get his final balance. Let me repeat that again. From where we just read, Jacob was a man who knew he had to wrestle with God to get his final balance. It is the same with your banks. For those of you who have bank accounts, you will fight with your banks if they tell you you have no balance remaining in your account, when indeed you do have a balance. And that's faith. My brothers and sisters, my own people, my listeners, our listeners, there is a balance. There is a hold somewhere. Jacob felt it. The leper felt it. The woman with the issue of blood felt it. And I know you are feeling there is, there is more to life. What you are seeing right now, you don't feel this is it. There, there should be more. That is, that, is, that is something trying to tell you that there is a balance somewhere. There is a hold somewhere that has to be released. And God intends for you to have full access to your balance. No bank in this world can stop you from getting your balance if you wanted to clear your account. So why would God stop you? It is God's intention that you live life to the full and that your balance be paid out to you in full. God does not owe any man. It will take you to fight in the spirit for what is rightfully yours like Jacob fought. It is also the intention of the enemy to keep you in the dark so that he can steal your rightful blessings. He doesn't want you to know that there is a hold somewhere so that you don't go looking for it and fighting for it. Just like Jacob held on to God saying, I will not let you go 
unless you bless me. That was Jacob holding on to God's word for his blessings to come through. All balance paid out by God. So please pray. I don't know how long you need to pray this prayer. But I do know I have been praying this prayer since God showed me this powerful truth. And you need to share this truth to as many people as ought to know. We need as many people to know that there is a balance that can be released when they begin to understand spiritual truths. I've been praying this prayer and I'm praying it for you right now. Let your balance right now be released. Let what is due to you begin to fall in place for you. Every generational cause is broken over your head because you must enjoy this balance in this life. And it is your faith that will lead you there. So you need to say this prayer today, every day, or as long as the Holy Spirit leads you. So I encourage you to pray this prayer for as long as you can. And if possible, add fasting to it. For God to release every hold over your life and for heaven to pay out your balance in full in Jesus' mighty name. As we continue in our faith series, my wife will be bringing another dynamic word to you next week. You know, we just enjoy doing this. So please let us know how this has blessed you. I want to thank you for as many have been sending emails through our Facebook and Instagram and also through email. Uh, we, we appreciate your testimonies and your comments and we will not stop praying for you. So please uh, tune in next week as my wife brings another dynamic word and I'm sure you'll be blessed. You'll be mightily blessed. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless you. God bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, and leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do so by writing us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our Instagram page, which is at walkinginpurposepodcast, and also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you and I'll see you next week.